Welcome to My Life, Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson, a journey into the deepest teachings of Torah and their application to our personal, emotional, and psychological lives. A good tevoch, a good week. We continue the journey in the life-changing Sefer HaTanya. This program is made possible by Rena Lights, LLC, and it is an honor and memory of Rabbi Yosef Halevi Weinberg Olav HaShalom, Rabbi Moshe Pinchas HaKoyen Katz Olav HaShalom, Rabbi Yael HaKoyen Khan Olav HaShalom, and it is in schus and merit of Rabbi Zev Yecheskel HaKoyen and Risha Katz. We began chapter 4 and went through the first part of that section in Pedic Dalad which the theme of this chapter you can call is Levushim, the garments. So in Pedic Beis, we talked about the very identity of the soul. In Pedic Gimel, we talked about the faculties, the koiches hanefesh alekis, the faculties of the soul, namely, moichin and midis, the cognitive and the emotional faculties of the divine soul, so they're completely consumed with the divine experience contemplating on the divine, and, emotion, and emoting, emotionally connecting a relationship with the divine through Ava and Yira, love and reverence. Pedic Dalad is the Levushim of the divine soul. The Levushim of the divine soul is the actualization and the expression of those faculties that are driven by the very identity of the soul. Because it is only through thought, speech, and action, those three garments, that we can express ourselves. Whether it's our ideas, the mind, that expresses itself through thought, when you learn Torah. Or when we speak and explain all the divrei Torah that we learn. Or other mitzvahs atluiz bedibur, mitzvahs that are connected to speech, through speech. And then the, the, the ultimate bulk of mitzvahs, maisius, actions. So thought, speech, and action are the garments, the channels that express. And here we're talking about the divine soul, so they express the divine. It's the garments in the language of the Alter Rebbe, right in the beginning of the chapter, Perik Dalet, chapter 4, he says, Every divine soul has three garments. They are the thought, speech, and action. Because of the 613 mitzvahs of Torah, through which one expresses through speech, thought, and action. I should say through thought, speech, and action, all these tayag mitzvahs as we elaborated upon in detail. As he explains how each one of the garments addresses another part of Torah and mitzvahs. Okay. We also learned how Ava V'yira are critical in this whole process. The mind expressing, the thought expressing the mind of learning Teda is clear. How about how Dibur and Maise, speech and action express love and awe, or love and reverence? And the answer to that is because you cannot perform the mitzvahs properly in a full, sustainable way unless it's driven by Ave and Yira, as we understood and explained. So that explains how the Levushim are now part of the whole process a part of the expression of the divine soul. 
But now the Alter Rebbe is going to add something, a tremendous chidush. Now you would think garments, in contrast to faculties of chapter 3, garments in chapter 4, garments are removable, are exchangeable. So they would be lower than the faculties. The faculties of the divine soul are the actual faculties, so-called the Evrei HaNefesh, as he said, Tayag Evrei Nafshe, the 613 components, like the limbs and organs of a human body. Can you compare the garments like a jacket or a shirt or other garments you wear which are not part of the very essence of the human body? And yet the Alter Rebbe says, and this is the Chiddush, that because these garments are manifesting and expressing Tater Mitzvahs, they are much greater even than the faculties of the Neshama. That's what we began learning. So what's the Lashon? Here's the language of the Alter Rebbe. These three garments we just described, so now we said that they express. Now he says... Now these three garments, when they're devoted and they're dedicated and they're expressing Tehran and its commandments, even though they're called garments, even though they're called garments, which seems to be a garment, is not as powerful, it's more of an external expression than the actual faculties. Nevertheless, im kolzeh, gova v'godla mailosam la'enkeis v'sof al mailos nefesh ruch neshama atzma. Nevertheless, they are infinitely greater in level and quality, he says, both gova v'godla, than the actual nefesh ruach and neshama of the actual soul. And the answer is, how do you explain that? Because it's not the garments alone. The garments are completely seamless and transparent channels of Tehidah Mitzvahs. So essentially, the Tehidah Mitzvahs gives the garments something that the Neshama itself doesn't have. So how does the Alter Rebbe explain it? So he says, As it's written in the Zoyar, as the Zoyar writes, the rice of a Kuchibrichu, Kulachad, Teira and God, Kulachad are completely one, are totally one. Pirush, Alterab explains, Pirush, what does this mean? It means that Raisa, that Teira, he Baruch. So now we're getting the essential translation of what Teira really means. Or better than translation, the very essence of the level of Teira is now, is the wisdom and will of God. And the Eibishter, in his essence and his glory, is one with the Teda, or the Teda is one with him. So that's the types of the Zayar. The Zayar says, a raisa v'kuchibrichu kulachad, a raisa, which is the rotsen and chokhmah of the Ebishter, or chokhmah and rotsen of the Ebishter, in the order that the Alter Rebbe says it, the wisdom and rotsen of the Ebishter, 
and the Eibishter, they are all one. Now this is a big statement. To say something is one with God, is a big statement. We're not just saying God created it, like all of creation. We're saying more than, not even like a neshama, which is a chelik alikam in mal mamish. It's kulachat. And the Alter Rebbe explains why. How could you say that? Ki hu hamada. Because in the language of the Rambam, kameshkosav le'il b'shem Rambam. What does the Rambam say? Because he, the Ebeshter, is one, the knower, with the power to know and the known. The three expressions. The Alter Rebbe uses two here because that negated the details. So basically, since his God is one, the knower, which is God is one with what he knows, and the Torah is what he knows, so they're all one. Like we said earlier in chapter 2 from the Rambam, which only amplifies the question. There he also said the Neshama is one. And he also brought this expression that the Neshama comes from Chachmosev Shal Kodesh Baruch Hu, Allah like a child that comes from the very essence of the seed of the father. And he also brought Hu Amadu that Chachma is one with Eibishter. So now here he's using this to explain that Tater is higher than the Nisham. And the answer in simple atheists, in simple words, is this. There is an expression, Yisrael Araisev Kuchibrichu Kulachad. Yet, the fact is in Zoyar, the expression there is Miskashron Dabada. Tater, Araisev Kuchibrichu are bound one with another. Kesher is like two things that are bound together. Chad, Mamesh Chad, is seamless unity. So though they all connected with the Eibishter, but the Chad of the Neshama is different than the Chad of Teirah, the unity of the Neshama. Why? Because the Neshama is not meant to remain a piece of godliness. It's meant to come into this world. In the language later used in Ageres HaKedah Simen Chof, and other places, Yatsu v'nifradu, the neshamas are meant to separate. They retain their divine personality. But look, let's go back to chapter 2. It's a child. It's a son of God. As much as the son is connected to the very essence of his father, he's a separate entity. When a child is born, he becomes a separate entity. Teirah never becomes separate. You can say Teirah is like the limbs and organs, kavyachal, so to speak, of God. So as much as a child is connected to his parent, as much as neshamas come as a chelik alikam imal mamish, at the end of the day, their role is to be ambassadors of the very essence of the divine to tr- transform this world. The teda is meant to be the tool that they use to connect. So in giluim, essentially, the ahdus of teda with the Eberstein is deeper. That's why we say, Eisi atam leichim. Anon nafshik sovis yehovis, anoichi, is an acronym I have infused my very soul in the Torah. Eisi atem lechim, ba'yikhuli. You take me when you learn Torah. If an asham is chelik elikal ma'amamish, you already have God. You're a piece of that godliness. But the asham is now in a separate state. 
So in the Shema, with Teda, you have the best of both. That's one point. Another point, as he said back in chapter 2, he never said, it's Chadim Elekamamash. Chelik. Why? Because it is a Chelik. That this Chelik Elekamamash, where Yipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chaim, the Ebishter infused the human being with Nishmas Chaim, with Yipach, Metechi Yusei, Mepnimi Yusei. So it's talking coming from Machshafte, from Chochmosei, and he's one with his Chochme, but it's Neshama as it emerges from Chochme. In order to enter and go through the world, like we say every morning, Neshama Shenasatabi, Teherihi, Ata Barosa, Ata Yitzarta, Vata Nafachtabi, Vata Meshamra Bikirbi. So you see that Neshama is going through gradations, through a journey. The Torah we're going to learn also goes through a journey, but it never loses its unity with godliness. The Neshama also doesn't lose its unity, but in a revealed way, the Neshama is a Neshama Beguf. You never say the Torah is a Torah Beguf, so to speak. Because the Torah is an Aisim Kuchi B'richa Kulachad, total utter unity. So in fact, you really need both. The Neshama alone is Taka Divine, even when it comes down to the lowest levels, like we learned in chapter 2, that when the Neshama, even Akfayim, which is like the heel, and even Peshi Yisrael, all retain their divine connection to Chachmosh Yishal Kodesh Baruch Hu, but not in a revealed way. It needs to be revealed. Even in chapter 2, he already hinted by said, the Dveikus, Ladovka, that when you attach yourself to Atam Chacham, that's how you draw that energy. Why do you need to attach if you're because you need to bring it alive. So the neshama is like a child. A child can also be estranged from a parent. But he's still a child. Torah can never be estranged from Elikuz. That's why it's not makabal Tuma. It doesn't accept any impurities. And when you walk into a sefer Torah, walks into a room, you rise. Why don't you rise for every human, every Jew? Why don't you rise? Because that is the language he uses in whereas the Torah was not it didn't separate. In different words, we can put it this way. We learned in, in Patek Bays that the Esosphiris, especially in the Haggah there, the Esosphiris, are one, they're the ten attributes of the divine. They're like part of godliness. Obviously, God is higher than the faculties and attributes. But So the neshama is derived from there. That's why it's connected. But the neshama is not a sphere. The esosphiris is the place where the neshama emerge from. And their faculties will be nishtashlamahem will evolve from the ten spheres. Teireh is like the spheres themselves. Teireh is the Chochmah of the Ebershtet and always remains Chochmah Shishayiz Baruch. The Neshama travels through Chochmah Shishayiz Baruch from the highest levels, even higher than Chochmah, because Chochmah is one with the divine that's even higher than the, fact, than the attributes. But it then emerges, in a sense you could say it separates. When I say separate, I mean like a branch of a tree. And it goes into ultimately... That it ultimately enters into a body. 
Teda remains the limbs and organs of godliness. So we don't say that a neshama is, a, is an extension, a limb of the father. You say it has the etzim of the father, but it became a separate child. So teda is necessary. And in this context, teda mitzvahs through levushim. Because the levushim are expressing teda mitzvahs. What do you do? What happens when a neshama does teda mitzvahs through its thought, speech, and action? It reaches this mile that's, that's gova v'gadla, v'gadla malosam le'en kates on the nefesh roch neshama. Because it has that achdus, that the revealed unity that then reveals that you are the child of God, that you are one with God. And that's what he says here. And interesting there, in Perik Beis, he didn't bring Yisrael v'kutshe b'richel kulochat. There he brought that it's like v'yipach ba'apov, and he spoke about machshav tevich that originates in God's thought and mind, and that it's one with God, hu v'chachmoseyechot. So yes, it originates in Chilika but clearly here he adds and introduces the word Chad, that unity. which is which also explains why he adds because he wants to show that it's connected to the very essence and of godliness. So he uses the words, the Kvedib Atzmei. And explaining how can you say this statement, that the wisdom and will of God, which you can say, is a level. The Sviris, at the end of the day, Chochmah, or even Rotson, Keser, are still Sviris. So how do you say it? Because, Kihua Yedei Avuhu Amada, is that unity. Which brings us back to the Haggah in chapter 2. He said, He said, was in Atzillus, that the that we're talking about how it manifests in the Sphiris. And the lotion of and Arizal, Yitzhiva Milse, he says, with Arizal, when you're talking about the idea of, um, the, not higher than Atzillus, he said. Because the fact is, as Torah comes down in Chachmas Yeritzenei, it is coming into the shape of Chachmah. When we learn Tater, we're learning the wisdom of God. By a Neshama, the Neshama is a Chelikalikamimalmamas, but you can't say you look at a Neshama and you see God's so called faculty or attribute called Chachmah or Ratzin. So it is a level of Chachmah and Ratzin, so something to hold on to, but that's one Chadhu im Kvedvatsme with a Kodesh Baruch. So there we see how this Esophah of Teda now that comes through thought, speech, and action is higher, much higher and greater infinitely than the Nisham itself for this reason. Now the Altareb is going to explain this a lot more as we continue on, but I just wanted to emphasize again in the Hagon, Perig Beis, he said, Pardis, he says, So there too, that level is that level because But there he was talking about the Neshama. But he's bringing Huamadeh Yudei here. That's why I'm referring to that. 
So you have to say the Hu Amadu Hu Yidei in the Neshama was to emphasize that the Neshama remains and retains that connection. And here we're saying that it actually retains that it's united. So a Neshama is a child that is one with, the, with its father, but the Teda is the father himself. So the Neshamas, even the highest level of Neshamas, you remember he said, is the Ben. The Moyach Ben is Resh Alfi Yisrael, the Gedeli Yisrael, the Tamid Chachamim. But I want to repeat again, now it makes sense what it says, why, why do you have to connect the Tamid Chachamim? Because you need to connect the Chachmasi Yisbarach. And where is that? In Tamid Chachamim, who bring Teda. He didn't emphasize Teda and Yisrael there, and the Shamas, but now when you understand in chapter 4, it brings now Teda, Tehidic base comes alive. Now you understand what a neshama is. We learned about the faculties of the neshama, the levushim, and now the mile of the levushim because they manifest and they express the very essence of the father himself in this case. His limbs, his organs, his faculties. Obviously, that's not the etzem, but the etzem is one, who amado yedeya, with his, with his faculties. Okay. Now the Alter Rebbe is going to go deeper, which is also very similar, reminiscent of what he said in Pedic Beis. He's going to ask, So now, the fact of the matter, you're saying the Ebeshter, you're one with the Ebeshter, the truth is, why the Ebeshter is higher and completely removed from anything. The Teira is, yes, but how could you say that when the Eberst is completely means he's without end. The Teira has parameters. And his greatness can never be fathomed, says in Tehillim. Kufmem Heigimu 145.3 and no thought can grasp him at all, as it says in Tikkun Ezeyah. In addition, and more than that, not just tea, but also the which was referred before to being Teira, also And similarly, his will and his wisdom are also described as non-graspable. His understanding, no one can fathom. So not just he, nobody can fathom. His understanding, also nobody can fathom. And he brings yet another posif. Uksiv, hacheker alika timtza. It's written, can you through searching find God? In other words, no search can really find God. This is an Eov. The first passage, and this verse that I just read is Eov, Job 11.7, Yudal of Zion. And one more passage. And is written, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. That's Yeshaya Nun Heiches, 55.8. So both Abish himself is beyond our capacity to contain and, and understand, and his understanding is impossible, is beyond, we cannot fathom. He brings all these levels because he's trying to say to me that, Machshove, Chochme, 
Ritzenei you're able to somewhat connect to. Because that's the whole Chiddush of Teir and Mitzvah through the garments that the Neshama doesn't have. But the fact is the Teir too is beyond. And the, beyond uh, but, but in other words, even with Teir, we have no capacity to fathom and relate to God. So why are you saying that now we have suddenly a higher level of connection of the Levushim? So now the Al-Tareb is going to come and answer that question. Which is going to explain in a fascinating way what really is Teirah. Because right now you could say, okay, Teirah is one with Eibishter. Meaning the Teirah is nothing but an expression of God's wisdom and God's will. That's Teirah mitzvahs. God's wisdom and God's will. As opposed to, let's say, you learn a book, Lahavdal, a science book, or other wisdom. That's not Chachmaseh Shal It's Yes, it's understanding God's mind, but through human effort, through human search. Teirah is God's chachmah. He put his wisdom in Teirah. So it's one. But the truth is the Ebersh is beyond it all. So how do you explain the beyond of godliness within the parameters through Teirah? And remember, Teirah has to remain one. And Neshama, you can say, Neshama Taka becomes a separate consciousness, like a child. Separate consciousness from the divine. But we want now that the neshama should experience the oneness that comes through the three garments that manifest and express the Torah and mitzvahs. So how do you reconcile and explain those two aspects here? And especially when you take into consideration that Torah is about details, things that relate to time and space and halachas, that are specific details. As soon as you talk about details, the Abish is beyond all details, beyond any aspect, any dimensions. He transcends all limitation, completely infinite. And yet we're saying Tata manifests and is one, and God invests his whole being, like he said, is one with the Tata. So that's going to be the next section that we're going to learn. One more point I want to make and go back a moment is when he said that she can ask a question. One second. He said clearly in the Haggah that that's referring to Atzilus, the fidatator of that Isa. Because there is a Teira in Atzilus. And that is Ba'agdus. But there's also Teira as it's rooted all the way higher than the Tzimtzum and higher and higher. So I just wanted to clarify that point that he mentioned earlier. And with this, we'll stop this year now. And we'll continue next week. Everyone have a good Tavok. Go to tanyaapply.com where you can find this year and all previous year. And you can also post any questions that you like. Call Tuf. This has been My Life, Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Please join us again next week. Visit chasidasapplied.com for archived classes and more resources.